Welcome to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green, where you'll discover actionable strategies to help your student to reach their academic goals, to excel at standardized testing, and to plan for the college admissions process painlessly. And now, here's your host, Dr. Stephen Green. Dr. Stephen Green, the success doctor. How is everyone? Note-taking, note-taking, note-taking. Very, very important if you are a student or in business. Anytime you got to process information and you have to record it somehow, we're going to call that a note. Notes, notebook. Notebook is where you keep your notes, right? Last episode, talked about outlining. So here's how I look at this, and this is right out of the book. This is right out of Maximum Education, core Maximum Education stuff. I talk about this all the time in the community, with my students, with the families, top to bottom. Outlining is what happens outside the class, note-taking inside the class. Okay? Sounds pretty basic. But here's the thing. It's challenging. It is challenging for people to simultaneously listen watch maybe a screen or a whiteboard or a chalkboard, old school, and take notes at the same time. It's a lot to process. You're listening, you're writing, you're trying to keep up. You're trying to make sure you emphasize what's important. So let's ask, let's ask kind of a rhetorical question, okay? Why take notes at all? Well, think about it. Why would you take notes? You're in a class. I guess you could record it. Uh, but the notes are basically like an academic diary. The notes are a record of the information from your class, from the teacher, from the instructor. So the purpose is to have an accurate record of what was supposed to be learned and what was taught in the class. Okay? So this could be a combination of things. It could be a list that the teacher said, here's five things that affected the Industrial Revolution, or here's seven characteristics of living things in biology or, or what have you. But it could also be notations of discussions that happened in the class. Or maybe the teacher went into a, a sidebar and just asked a discussion question. So you may want to record those things as well. Okay? But the point is that the notes should be an accurate, easy-to-follow description of what happened in the class. So, does it matter what kind of notebook you have? Personally, I don't really think so. There are spiral binders and three-ring binders. Personally, I like the ones where you can put things in, like a three-ring one where you could put handouts and things because I'm a big advocate, which I talked about in the podcast way, way back, <laughs> uh, of dating everything. So if you get a handout, you don't want to just force it into a, a spiral notebook where you can't really keep it there. You want to punch holes in it, put it in, and have it by dates. So a second question I get asked a lot, and this is typically in more of an elementary, middle school situation, is is it better to have one giant, let's say five-subject notebook where you have math and English and history and Spanish and science or whatever in one big binder that might be three inches thick, or do you have separate ones for each? Personally, my opinion, I prefer separate ones for each. Yeah, it's five binders instead of one. It ends up being roughly the same amount of space. I just think it's easier to keep everything, everything in place. I just think it is. So let, let's, let's ask a question. Think about this. And you may want to pause the podcast. How do you take notes now? Or if you're a parent, ask your children. How do they take notes? 
Are they actively listening? Are they just writing down everything the teacher says? Are they interpreting it at all? Are they prioritizing it as they're taking notes? So th just think about it. This is We're taking an assessment of where you are now to figure out if it's working for you, if it's not working for you, and how we can improve it. Okay, so the first thing, let me just, I'm going to make some broad suggestions here. Number one, when you take notes, you got to make sure you get the main stuff down. That's really the point. I think it's self-evident, but we need to make sure that it's really a combination of the main stuff, which on an outline would typically be to the left side if you're doing a traditional outline, with the supporting information. Now that said, do you have to write everything down? Not necessarily, and actually probably not. Some things might be repeated. I could say if I was teaching right now, the nucleus is the center of the cell. The nucleus is sort of the brain of the cell. The nucleus is where all the other activity of the cell is directed from. The nucleus is where the main information that drives the cell's metabolism is housed. They're all a little bit different, but the main message is what? The nucleus is what controls the cell. Okay, so you don't necessarily have to have it in quadruplet or whatever the word is, quadruple, <laughs> uh, you just need to have it there once. Where's the main part of the cell? Where's everything is directed? The nucleus. So how do you know what's important? Well, first of all, just listen for cues. If you're in a classroom, the teacher's probably directing that, okay? Maybe they even have a PowerPoint on a board or on a screen, and maybe you even have a copy of it that you're noting on that helps to direct that for you as well. But again, the goal is to have an accurate and a complete record of what went on during the class. If you shared your notes with someone else in the class, or maybe you missed a class and you got their notes, it's sort of kind of like you were there. That's the thing. So here's some tips. Number one, live. It's tough for a lot of people, especially if your handwriting is not great, to keep up with the class and just write frantically to try to do it. So what you may want to leave space Instead of just jamming everything and trying to fit everything in one page, leave two or three lines in between the notes in your notebook. Why? Because later, or maybe during a break, maybe the teacher is going off on a sidebar or a tangent, you can fill things in. You'll have room to do it. So you won't have arrows. I've seen notebooks where there's sentences and things are crossed out and arrows and little carrots underneath and boxes with things pointed where it should be. So maybe you can write every other line. Give yourself room to make updates or corrections or additional information, okay? So think about this. Just think about this as you're taking notes. And these are six things if you want to write it down. Again, always remember, every podcast that goes on at Make the Grade usually has an accompanying PDF or a YouTube. So a lot of these things are available visually in other places or just reach out and I will help you. So here's six things to consider. Number one, what's the purpose of the lecture? Now, this is in the context of taking notes. What's, what's going on? What are you supposed to be learning? What are the educational objectives? So what's the purpose of the lecture? Number two, what are you supposed to be learning? Because this may direct how you annotate, how you take notes. What is the teacher stressing? If a teacher says, hey, the nucleus is really important, that's probably a cue that you want to make sure you have that in your notes and highlighted. Now, I'm going to get into, if I don't in this episode, another one, ways you can use to annotate your notes, like highlighting and stars and check marks and things like that. But let's stay focused here. Number one, again, purpose of the lecture. Two, what are you as the student supposed to be learning? Number three, what is the teacher stressing? 
as an objective, as a teaching and learning objective, what is the main point of the whole lecture? How do the little things tie in to make bigger ideas? Number five, when do the topics cut? So here's a main topic. Now I've got supporting point one, two, three, four. Is the fifth thing a new topic, a new important topic, or is that the next supporting one? You've got to make sure that you're clear on that. And then how are you going to organize this? Number six, how are you going to organize? How are the lecture notes organized? Is it by date? Well, it's a chronological. 1782, this happened. 1812, this happened. 1845. Is it by ideas? Well, here's the parts of the anatomy of something. Or here's, we're doing conjugations in language, and here's the different structures for first person and second person. Is it some sort of math or science process where there's steps? Do this first, do the second. You got to be aware of all these things. So just to recap, one, what's the purpose of the lecture? Two, what are you as the student supposed to be learning? Three, what is the teacher stressing? Four, what's the main point of what they're talking about presently relative to the entire lecture's objective? Five, how do these points support the main point? And six, how is everything organized? If you think about this live, and again, this takes practice. I haven't seen many people who can first time really, really master this. Uh, then if you can think about this and prep for it, you're going to make, it's easier to take notes. You're going to get better notes, which is to say you're going to have a better record of the class. But try different things. Notes do not have to be just writing. They don't have to be just words. You can put flow charts in there. Many, if not all, of the techniques I talked about in the outlining modules can be used in note-taking as well. Flow charts, concept maps, uh, table and chair charts, radial charts, all those things. These are things I teach all the time. Big pieces in the community. Love to have everybody in the community just as a little sidebar. And we kind of go from there. So today's topic at the Make the Grade podcast, and thank you to everyone who's listening, is live note-taking tips. Hopefully you got something out of this because the whole goal of the podcast every day, every week, every year, every month, every century, every decade, whatever, is to give you as parents or as students actions that you can take right away to help to maximize your education, to get better grades, to get a higher GPA, to get better grades on your papers, to get honor roll kind of grades. That's what we're driving for. Love your feedback. Every week I get feedback. It's it's gratifying. Thank you. Email S-G-R-E-E-N-E at makethegrade.net, M-A-K-E-T-H-E-G-R-A-D-E.net. If you're watching the YouTube here, I got one of my Make the Grade shirts on today. You won't see that in podcast land. Uh, the Make the Grade website, makethegrade.net, M-A-K-E-T-H-E-G-R-A-D-E.net. The Make the Grade community is live. It is launched. It is really doing it. It is providing value and helping families. Please get back to me about that. I think you're really going to benefit from that. So next week, some tricks about outlining, okay? Some little ways you can make it easier. Outlining and note-taking, sorry. Ways that you can accelerate things, make it easier, make it faster, and in a way, even make it more fun. Dr. Stephen Green, the success doctor, thanking you. I appreciate everybody out there. Let me know what questions you have, and I will get with you next time to your success. You've been listening to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. 
For more resources and support, please visit makethegrade.net.